Hello, and thanks for joining me, Beverly Houston Fisher of Balanced Living, with my co-host today, Joy Kaya. Joy is an educator, soul-led entrepreneur, community builder, podcaster, illuminator, mother, and the most grounded free spirit you will ever meet. She is a crystal-loving, boot-wearing lady who is unapologetically wild and raw, a wild soul that loves life to the fullest. She is all for finding your passion and directing it into your purpose. Her wholehearted intention is to illuminate the light within every soul she journeys this life with, and she's doing it with sass and sparkle. There was a time when she stumbled through her awakening and through building her company. And one thing is for sure, no one needs to go it alone. Collaboration and community are the perfect pillars to hold the soulful leader who is here to make an impact. This is why she has built a space for wildly ambitious, soul-led female entrepreneurs and leaders. The Wave Society is about coming together to thrive and create freedom in our lives and business. All right. Hello, hello. Hey, Beverly. Hey, Joy. How are you doing today? I'm doing so good because we are hanging out on our podcast today. So I'm super excited. Me too. And yes, I said our podcasts because we both are offering this episode on our podcast. Like, I think that's amazing. I love it. I, I think it's wonderful. That's what it's all about is collaborating. Girl, you and I live and breathe collaboration. And I absolutely am so grateful that you are on this journey with me. And I am excited about our conversation today. Yeah, it's, it's, it's perfect for the time of year. That's for sure. Absolutely. And just sinking in to this beautiful solstice energy, reflecting on 2022 and all the magic it brought. Yes, absolutely. So much going on and we have to be grateful for every part of it. I remember recording an episode called The Freedom Year, and I recently recorded an episode reviewing The Freedom Year. I really felt that the energy of 222, which is 2022, the master number of 222 felt deeply like self-mastery, but I knew that this self-mastery was going to hurt. (laughs) How about you? Oh, yeah, you kind of felt it, you know. You really did. This year, you know, as as we get older, people always say it goes faster and faster. But this year was like a month and a week, it felt like. And it was just so busy. But it was also so shocking at how fast it's gone. So it's just that total kind of yin-yang of the whole thing because there was just so much going on. But we got it done so quickly. It's just packed. It was a packed year. That's for yes. Sure. Yeah, I like that. A month and a week. <laughs> it really, it really <laughs> did feel that way. And just to come back to this energy of two, two, two. So that translates to a six vibration in numerology. If you were to break it down, so not only is it a master number which brings that self mastery piece, it brought us a six energy, and six was all about your relationships, I guess, redefining our relationships, refining our relationships. I don't know. Beverly, did you feel that energy with your relationships? 
Absolutely. I felt that with all kinds of things, with my work relationship, my kids, you know, our family relationship, the dynamics, the, just the world around us. There was a lot of change. There was a lot of opportunities to purge and to let go of and to really look at things on an energetic level, whether it was personally within you or with the energy you were feeling around you or just letting go of things again that didn't energize you anymore you know it's kind of you just got to look at in balance and think of what is the most important things for us to really look at and focus on absolutely and to not get so caught up in everything that could spin your energy out or stretch you in an unhealthy way i think because we could follow all of those threads of tests and challenges and we could just spiral or we could do our best to stay in our center and stay steadfast. We're trying to keep that center point and keep ourselves rooted, I think was important, but I will say I was definitely challenged with it at the same time. It was, it was, and it was some big energy. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. we were still also working through not only because of the number in the year, but with COVID and everything happened the last few years, there was a lot of stuff holding in and holding back and constrained, literally, physically, we were restricted to move and go about. And there was also this challenge of that inner work then because you were pretty much stuck with yourself all the time. Yes. <laughs> and your family and your loved ones. So yeah. you started, there was these overlays that weren't always there because there wasn't so much friction for just having to be in one place. So now everybody's kind of shifting back in. And after having all that personal time to be with oneself, having to then come back into it. And now we, we didn't only just open the gates, but we just went full force again. Like everything yes. is just all, we're all like, boom, 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 boom. And the more we force it and the more we're just pushing forward, the less we're actually able to stay in that place of balance, the center and being able to be in the moment and to not feel like we have to do, do, do to get things done. Exactly. And then this recalibration of process that's happening of who we are now, and then recognizing like, as we become more extroverted and out in the world, we're now finding how we mesh and how we don't mesh in the world because we've changed and the world has changed and now we have to adapt. And it's, it's been sometimes like a cold plunge and other times like stepping into a hot scolding shower. And it has been really uncomfortable so many times for me in the past year. Like, do I really like this anymore? I used to love to do these things. These things don't make me feel good anymore. Now that's a no for me. And it's just learning who we are, you know, numerology and tarot. I love playing with them when I'm looking at the energies that are at play for the solstice or for the equinox, depending on what time of year, but the lover's card is the six as well. So we have the relate, the invitation for relationships and numerology six, and then the lover's card also pops up as a six. Now we have the self mastery and love and relationships, and we can look at love outside of ourselves. But I think more importantly, we look at love within ourselves, right? And it just feels really important right now to just recognize there are so many souls right now. And you may be listening to this and, and might go, I'm one of them, because I think 
there are so many of us feeling this. We are being called for something greater. We are being called to that next level, but sometimes we just don't know what that is yet. And it's a very uncomfortable feeling or we know, and we don't know how to start. (laughs) Beverly, what do you think about it? Joy, that's so, that's so absolutely true. And, uh, you know, we're, like you're saying, this last year was pretty, you know, tough and, and challenging. There was more moments. And I think a lot of it is, it's like that fiction had to be there so that things could get to a place where everybody is feeling solid within themselves. Because like you're saying, it's self-love, all this love and self-love. When we start really self-loving, we start to realize, and you know, I'm, I'm 52. So, you know, this is that time and my husband's 52 and we've been together for 28 years. So, you know, it's important after, especially all of this change and everything that you really still make sure you're honoring yourself and your own needs. And so it's important to talk about that thing, those, those things. And the more we get older, the more we look at things differently, right? We don't have the same hormones pushing us to do certain things. And we're starting to gain our, our knowing, our knowing is even deeper than it was. So I think it's really important for those moments for you to have those times where you have to step back and, like you're saying, take inventory, really check in. What is serving me? What is not serving me? What is still working for me? What brings me joy? What brings me energy? What heals my soul? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And that just makes me want to talk about the solstice and the energies that are at bay and what's calling us forward. And you're talking about really feeling and sinking in. And that just reminds me like trusting our intuition, listening, not only trusting it, but listening to it, which is really hard for me as a business owner, Beverly, I struggle because I can listen to my intuition and then I want to get my strategy brain wants to get involved. And I believe there's a beautiful dance between intellect and intuition. However, I'm feeling this really deep pull to be in my intuition space right now, the solstice. And I don't know if you're feeling that as well, but it, I'm, I feel like I'm being told to slow down, pay attention and just listen. Absolutely. That's what winter solstice is all about for everyone. Yeah. Again, this this time where in, in this cycle of life, as you look at it and the way that the, the moon and the sun interact and the way the earth turns and the the seasons, winter is that time where we're supposed to sink down and into it. And we're supposed to take time to just be, be with ourselves because of the energy, because of the, it's that time of the north and the of death and that knowing when you're not here, you know, that other spiritual place that you go to, the universal life force we all come from and then you come into spring so it's that time when you are just ready to go inside and pull up your blankets and write a novel or type Mm -hmm. it's that time yeah yeah and the permission we give ourselves is everything I think that's the battle I feel is giving myself permission to slow down. And I have so many big projects that I'm working on that you are definitely part of as well. And the the past five months, I've been really pushing myself 
And, you know, I don't mind being vulnerable. I had a breaking point and you had to, I had to reach out to you and say, okay, flag has to go up. I'm not functioning the way I want to be. I need to slow my pace. I need to be okay with saying, no, not right now. Like I need to take some time to really feel into this. And, and this is kind of what brought us to this recording today was, okay, we, we both feel it, but yet we both want to offer the winter solstice magic that we offer every single year. And so we decided to come together, bring our energies together to do it. And all of a sudden it created this freedom for us where we still get to be of service, but we also get to go at a slower pace because we're not doing it all by ourselves. We're doing it in, in, in collaboration. Exactly, exactly. And this was all just intuition. This was, we were not even planning on doing this. Now, we've been talking about doing a podcast this month, and we just hadn't got it in schedules. And we did it all on intuition. And it is that because we know how beneficial it is for us when we do it. And we want to share that sense of ritual and that routine. And we can do it throughout the day, whether it's morning, noon, night, and midnight, or if it's the monthly where you're, you know, the new moon to the crescent, to the full, to the, you know, waxing, waning, and all sides in between, because every cycle is that way. A little sneak peek for you all. We're super glad you're listening to this episode, but we also have a special gift for you. And it is Solstice um, gift and it's a total soul gift from our hearts to yours. And Beverly has put together a beautiful PDF and a recording to walk you through a ceremony. And then I have created for you a solstice meditation, a guided meditation. We're giving these to you so you can, in your own way, have your own ceremony, your own moment of silence amongst all the things that are pulling your energy in a million different directions. We are giving you the invitation and there's no reason to say no, because it's a free gift and you're going to have the link in the show notes so that you can take time for you. And in that PDF is at a glance view of the cycles and the energies that move throughout the year. And you can see how in winter, what the energies are, how in spring, where we are, and as far as summer and then fall, and just how everything is shifting. We are always in a cycle and to fall into those cycles and to trust the cycles, I think is really powerful when you can recognize where your energy is. And we talk as women, even our menstruation, our energy levels during certain times of the month, sometimes we're quiet and we're slow. Sometimes we're, we're extroverted and energetic and we're doing, sometimes we're very magnetic. I think what's really powerful that really you were hinting to this is what happens in winter solstice. This big heightened surge of our intuition shows up. We're in this dark moon energy. It goes from dark moon to new moon, which is like a death and a rebirth energy. And what I love about winter solstice is that I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to swear. I normally don't swear my podcast, I'm swearing, (laughs) but we don't give a shit. Like all of a sudden the truth is coming out. Like I'm going to tell you what I feel. And this is where I'm at. And I think winter solstice is beautiful and as sacred as it, as it is. I also want to honor it for the truth telling that it also brings up in us. I I just think it's 
I think it's it's so incredible because whenever I connect with the moon and stay in focus with it and alignment with it, it really does help me stay more grounded. When I'm not out in nature, when I'm not doing my rituals as much, I feel it, and I feel it in my stress level, my anxiety, just the energy. It's just so different when you can, even if it's just five minutes, you know, we, we, the directions. You can face, you know, do a a little plant altar and put it in the winter direction and, and use things that a winter plant. Maybe you just use some simple stones that represent winter or the north, you know, and just that's a simple ceremony. There's just so many ways that we can honor and connect with, and those little things are the reminders that keep us honoring the season, honoring the process, and staying in the present, which is so so important for a true, passionate, loving, compassionate life. Oh, yes. I love that invitation to love ourselves like that, which is exactly what this year was about. It was like learning who we were, who we weren't any longer. It was asking ourselves, who do we want to surround ourselves with? And who am I becoming? I think is something that I really feel deeply as a prompt or as a question to journal about and who am I ready to let go of when it comes to myself, those different identities of me, the pressure we put on ourselves can be, it could be really painful when we don't let them go, when we realize that they're not serving us. And, uh, and I think the solstice, gives us that opportunity to say, okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with these parts of me. Beverly, yeah, tell yeah. us a little bit about the ceremony. Maybe you can just share a little bit. So I've created a, a beautiful winter solstice fire ceremony, and it's a way for you to offer out things that no longer serve you by creating sacred space for yourself, writing little notes, releasing things that no longer serve you and with gratitude and then also bringing in some new hope and future thoughts and things that you're really looking forward to in the future and all of these you lovingly write individually you place them in the fire you watch them burn and that's part of the magic of it is honoring each part of it and really focusing your energy on those messages to the universe of what you are releasing. And then after you've taken time to honor that part of the process, you recenter, you get more comfortable again, and begin to focus on what you really want to bring into your life at this time, what you want to feed, whether it's your a gift that you have, if you're an artist, something that you love and you want to put more energy into that, or if there's a new adventure that you'd really like to do, or just more love in your life, or more peace, or whatever it may be. And it's the same process. You do one at a time, then you place it in the fire, you say a little statement of thank you, I'm willing to receive, and then you let it burn, and then you do another one until you've completed, and then you have some time afterward with the fire to really connect and center and send up that energy into the universe, because the universe can only give you what you ask for. Hmm. 
Oh, I love it. I love doing burn ceremonies. And one of my favorite things about, like you said, each thing you're, you're burning individually, right? Whether you're releasing it or calling it in, it's, it's noticing how it burns. If you, mm-hmm. if you use the burn ceremony as its own meditative experience, you can almost scry. In other words, intuit what's moving with, you know, what's moving away from you as you're releasing. And also what you really feel about what you're calling in. What I've noticed is like the paper won't quite light, right. Or that one takes longer to burn. It's like, how much do you really want it? So I have had the same thing happen. Absolutely. Many times. And then you're like, no, you have to burn. So then you get some tongs and then you hold it up with your little lighter and you hit it again. If you don't have a big fire or whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And then the beauty of it is, is after it's all burning into ash, if you do do it in a dish where it's not in a fireplace or whatnot, then you can bury it. And then you're giving Pachimama or mother earth that beautiful energy to churn and renew it as well. No, I love that. You also can, you know, we we can get really, really witchy, Beverly and I, but one of the things you can do is you can take that ash and why don't you bury it where you plant your garden in the spring, because that's going to nurture your soil and Mm -hmm. the seeds that you plant for spring. um, I don't know. They're going to just be packed with nutrition from the ashes. So there's so much we can do. So much. It's beautiful. Yes, we have a back to that cycle, right? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I love it. I can just geek out on this kind of stuff. The solstice, let's just kind of recap what the solstice is really about for everybody. So you can feel this invitation. And then also I want to encourage our listeners, you know, you can create your own intention. We're here just to plant some seeds and to give you some thoughts. Here are some words. And then Beverly, I want you to throw some out any that I miss, but the words I have written down for this solstice is self-reflection, slowing down, intuition, self-care, death and rebirth, letting go. Is there anything else, any other words you would put in there? I would say follow your inspiration. Hmm. Okay. Follow inspiration. It's beautiful. One of the things that um, you're going to find in the meditation that I will be offering is, is really allowing yourself in your own reflection to see how far you've come to see in a year, how far you've traveled. You know, we joked about it being a month and a week, but really You have traveled and journeyed for 12 months and there has been a lot that has moved in your life. And sometimes we don't honor our growth. And so we want to really honor that. And then we're also going to look at the looking glass of where you want to go. So one of the things that I like to look at within the solstice energy is really thinking about what, what am I birthing? what seeds are in my womb, or maybe it's what dreams do I have in my heart that I want to see be manifested and come into fruition? And what pieces do I need? What do I need to be reminded of that I already have within me to make those things happen? And so the meditation is going to be 
this beautiful companion to the ceremony. And you can choose to do the meditation first and then the ceremony or the ceremony, then the meditation, however you want to do it, follow your own intuition, because I believe that they will go great either way. um, As far as how you put them in order, we all are different. I love to meditate after the ceremony, but some like to meditate before it both have benefits. Wouldn't you say Beverly? Oh yeah, absolutely. And yeah. you know, the beauty of this is, yes, yeah, so we're calling it the winter solstice fire ceremony or the winter solstice soul gift or giving or whatever we're deciding on calling it. But <laughs> <laughs> these things that we are offering can be used yes. monthly. They can be used even though it's winter, these are things that you can do at the dark moon every month. Yeah, no, you're right. It's, it, it's a this, monthly this work, offering. Yeah, yeah, this work can be done whenever you feel called to do it. Keep it in your tool, in your toolbox, in your treasure chest, whatever you like to call your tools or your things that you go to when you need that thing. One of the reasons why we created this for you was because we love it, but we also understand that each individual, you could go and you could Google, but how wonderful is it to have a gift from women you trust, women you maybe have, maybe you've worked with one of us, or you've been listening to the podcast or, you know, whatever connection you have with us you know, our energy and what we bring forth. So your experience is going to be deeper versus hopping on Google or opening up a random book. Now, on top of that, I would invite you to then add your own special something to this. Listen to your own intuition. If you want to bring tarot cards into the mix, bring tarot cards. Like I always think it's a great idea to to do a tarot spread on an equinox or a solstice. I don't think that's ever a bad idea. So this could be a great time when you're in that self-reflection phase to do a tarot spread, whatever it is. I have friends of mine who are doing their herbal brews on their stovetops. I have my Yule log. We all have things that we do. So add in and inject all of the goodness that you are not about following it verbatim. It's allowing this gift to inspire you to do whatever it is. Yeah. There's like three or four things on here that are optional anyways. I mean, it depends on how much time you have for it. You know, even like you're saying, just bringing out things that give you joy. It could be just essential oils. It could be the cinnamon smelling pine cones. It could be essential oils or getting dressed up for that certain ritual that you're doing when you're taking this time for yourself, really making you the goddess for the day. Mm, Yes. Make it, you know, whatever that looks like, deity (laughs) or if there's a goddess or anybody that inspires you, you know, just go with your heart or what, what makes you happy and brings you joy and bring that to your ritual because it is your ritual. Nobody else's. Mm -hmm. Yep. And no one's watching, right? This is just for you. (laughs) So, all right, Beverly, I am so excited to do this with you. I am so happy to offer this to our listeners. I hope that some of our listeners give us feedback and tell us what their experiences were. You can follow us on social media. I'm at 
at Joykaya on Instagram. Beverly, what's your Instagram account? I'm at Balanced BMS, so it's Balanced Body, Mind, and Spirit. Very nice. I love that. Um, I love that balance is in your is in your um, brand. I just think that's a beautiful a beautiful word to have in there. Great intention. And you can find our show notes. And if you are not able to get to those show notes, the way you're going to get your giveaway is you could instant. I guess you could private message us on either of our Instagram accounts if you um, cannot get to the show notes. Or you can go to joykaya.com backslash solstice. And that is going to bring you to the show notes where all of the links and the downloads are going to be available to you. And again, you're going to receive a meditation journey and a full ceremony. There's an audio and a PDF that goes with that, that Beverly has curated for, for everyone to enjoy. Beverly, is there anything else? Yes, I said that wrong. I'm at Balanced Living BMS for Body, Mind, and Spirit. And then I've also got my podcast, Balanced Living Body, Mind, and Spirit with Beverly Houston Fisher. And that's available on iTunes and Spotify and a couple other places. Beautiful. Yes. And then um, I guess you're right. So my uh, podcast is Wild Soul Academy. And I'm found on all platforms or podcasts or listen to. So if you're listening to Beverly's podcast, you know that my podcast is available as well. And I'm sure we'll be sharing each other's goodness um, on uh, the show notes and things of that nature. So I want to thank you, Beverly, for hanging out and doing this together. Oh, I am so glad to do it. And I am so excited about all our many adventures ahead. Yes, yes, yes. All right, magic, everyone. Magic, magic. Magic, magic. Have a blessed, beautiful solstice. And until next time, thank you. Thank you. You can also find us at wavesociety.co. Oh, yes, you can. Thank you. Love you, girl. Love you.